I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. For every true Hovian out there, the TARDIS has become more of an icon of Britain than the police box it was actually modelled on. From its very earliest appearance in 1963, sporting those azure panels and weather-beaten windows, it's captured the hearts and imaginations of people all over the world over the last 60 years. With that being said, despite the Doctor's many adventures through space and time, there are actually very few incidences in which the full scope of the TARDIS is explored on the show. And so it's up to people like me, the people who crank the nerd levels up to 11 to delve into the wibbly wobbly history of the little blue box. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture and here are 10 secrets of the TARDIS you need to know. 10. It's been faulty since the series began. So, most of you know that the Doctor's been zipping through space and time without a care for the where or why since he first snuck away from his home planet of Gallifrey, borrowing the TARDIS from a repair shop with only his granddaughter for company. However, the TARDIS was not always the instantly recognisable pillar of pop culture that it is today. To help him blend in with the natural surroundings of 1960s England on what was supposedly his first real outing in the vessel, the TARDIS did a quick scan of the area and decided a police box would fit in just fine. What the Doctor didn't realise was that this chameleon circuit had actually developed a fault, hence the repair shop. All it took was that single journey and the circuit was jammed for good, giving us that iconic time machine look that we know and love. To top it all off, the navigation system is also completely unusable, a fact compounded by the name of the Doctor episode in which a Gallifreyan remarks to the Doctor that a time machine with a broken navigation would be, quote, much more fun. Well, each to their own, I guess. 9. It was named by the Doctor's granddaughter. At a glance, the word TARDIS appears to fit too perfectly with the acronym Time and Relative Dimension in Space for it to be anything other than an intentional design. What's surprising though is that it was actually the name that preceded the acronym, and the two fitting together so well was down to none other than the Doctor's own granddaughter, Susan Foreman. Though the origins of the claim are somewhat dubious, given that the details seem to change every time, it's largely understood from the novels and other media that the term TARDIS actually existed before the acronym and was coined by Susan as a young time lady. It then proved so popular that it spread like wildfire through the ranks of the Time Lords. If this is true, it's cool to think about the impact the Doctor and his progeny have had on the history of the famous machine. 
8. It gets around. You might think that with all the space and time hopping the Doctor does within the confines of the television show, he wouldn't have much time to be dilly-dallying in other fictional universes, right? Well, that doesn't seem to be the case, as the incredible craft has gotten around its fair share of franchises. From cropping up in the furthest reaches of the original Fallout game, to drifting through the mists of time in The Legend of Dick and Dom, the TARDIS has seen its own fair share of adventures even without its titular pilot. In short, keep an eye out for it, because it's always cropping up where you'd least expect it. 7. It is sorely in need of an upgrade. If you were to think of a time machine, there are probably a fair few phrases you might use to describe it, maybe futuristic or space age, just for a couple of examples, but I would definitely not say that time machines are, quote, outdated. Although apparently that would make me completely wrong, as it turns out the Doctor stole a Type 40 TARDIS, a model that's considered the iPhone 4 of the TARDIS world. Although it was once described as a sports car in comparison to the much more finicky Vortex manipulator, it's actually more akin to an old family hatchback. Reliable and consistent, sure, but probably needs to be replaced with a newer edition pretty soon. Despite all of this and the incessant badgering by fellow Time Lords, the Doctor has stayed as loyal and true to his old machine as the average grandparent does to their old PC that still runs Windows XP. Hi Grandma, love you loads, but this is me saying it's time to get a new computer. 6. The bigger on the inside is actually a completely separate dimension. Okay, so coming out the gate, this one might seem a little obvious, but there are still a fair few Whovians who aren't aware of this interesting little morsel, so I'm gonna go ahead and explain it anyway. Plus, the science behind it is mwah, total nerd heaven. The whole reason that the absolute colossal interior of the TARDIS can fit into that tiny box of an exterior is due to what the Doctor refers to as dimensional engineering. Essentially, imagine you have two boxes and one is larger than the other. There is no way the larger box can fit in the smaller box within the same three-dimensional space. However, if we change our perspective so we're looking at the smaller box and making it appear larger than the big box, there is a dimensional scenario in which it would fit. And this is basically how it works. Now, sure, the science isn't exactly flawless and it's completely unrealistic by modern research standards, but it is those wacky, wonderful concepts that make the show so enticing and magical. 5. The TARDIS is powered by a black hole. If you're going to fly about in a hefty old time machine, hopping between planets, and just generally being a nuisance across all of time and space, then chances are you're going to need a pretty hefty fuel supply. Now, nuclear energy is one thing, but imagine having the literal heart of a collapsed star in the middle of your ship powering everything you do. The, quote, Eye of Harmony is a super compressed and somewhat stabilized miniature black hole that is placed inside of every TARDIS in order to power its flights back and forth through time. Though extremely efficient, the miles per gallon on this one would be insane, it's not entirely flawless, and it does require infrequent refills of Artron energy from rifts, holes in the space-time continuum dotted throughout the universe, and essentially little pit stops for all of your time travel needs. Now, how's that for convenience. 4. It prevents the Doctor from aging. What with the Time Lords being the ancient and mysterious race of all-powerful time-hopping super geniuses, you would think that the fact the Doctor doesn't really ever seem to age is just a part of his natural biology. But in reality, Time Lords do in fact age, albeit much slower than the average human being. And yet the Doctor has often managed a few centuries of time travel without ever seeming to add a single wrinkle to whichever face he so happens to have at the time. The reason for this is that a Time Lord forms a a symbiotic bond with their TARDIS after travelling with it, and it is this bond that both stops the pilot from ever aging and also prevents the TARDIS itself from decaying and withering away. So in short, our favourite sci-fi hero has the ultimate skincare routine. 3. The TARDIS was grown. 
As previously stated, the origins of the TARDIS and its place in the history of Gallifrey have been a bit of a mystery since the show's inception, and there have not been many episodes dedicated to getting to the heart of those secrets. But every once in a while, we do get the slightest glimpse into what makes the TARDIS tick. In a deleted scene from the final episode of the fourth series, Journey's End, we see the Doctor and Donna saying a final goodbye to Rose and the Doctor's human clone counterparts, who have both elected to return to the parallel universe that Rose was once trapped in. Knowing Rose, and himself for that matter, would never be content just sitting around, he gifted her a small chunk of his TARDIS that he claimed would grow into a fully-fledged time machine when planted. Though the TARDIS is still technically a machine that the Doctor can often be seen tinkering with from time to time, it's interesting to consider that a time machine can be organic, and that all the dimensional engineering that goes into it was a product of biology as much as physics. And you know what, while we're speaking of organic, Two, everything inside the TARDIS is organic. Depending on which side of the disgusting versus interesting debate you stand, this entry might just be a tad gross for some of the more squeamish of you out there, but basically, almost everything you see inside the TARDIS is 100% organic, and comes from the genetic material of the TARDIS itself. Notable exceptions are things like the clothes from the wardrobe and the various trinkets the Doctor has collected, but otherwise, everything from the coat stand to the chairs they sit on are all made from, I guess, what you could call the flesh of the TARDIS. This happens because of a tiny little out-of-the-way secret room of the TARDIS called the Architectural Reconfiguration Room. This room was shown in detail during the episode Journey to the Center of the TARDIS, after a group of scavengers prowling space for valuables mistake the TARDIS for floating debris, and cause massive structural damage while hauling it in. From there, the Doctor enlists their help in finding Clara, who is lost within the bowels of the machine. While searching for her, the Doctor and the scavengers stumble upon the room, showing itself to consist of an enormous tree filled with white glowing orbs. The Doctor then claims that the orbs can take on the molecular shape and structure of any material in the universe. Just don't try stealing one of the orbs. <laughs> And number one, the Doctor didn't actually steal the TARDIS. Well, okay, this one might be a little bit of a stretch, as the Doctor did commandeer the TARDIS from the Time Lords, as it was just sitting in an unattended repair shop. But if we look to another 11th Doctor episode entitled The Doctor's Wife, it is understood that the TARDIS may have acted more as an accomplice than you would be led to believe. In the episode, the Doctor and his TARDIS, now in the body of a humanoid woman, are having an argument about the nature of their relationship. They get onto the topic of their first meeting, in which the TARDIS asks, do you know why I chose you all of those years ago? I wanted to see the universe, so I stole a Time Lord and I ran away. Now sure, even if we accept that the TARDIS is exaggerating just a tad, the fact of the matter is that, as of its own free will, it chose to be taken through all of space and time, and so wasn't really kidnapped or stolen. It stole him as much as he stole it, and the two of them have been on their own lawless Bonnie and Clyde adventures ever since. You know what? It's almost romantic. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.